You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it, Rocket can. I'm here with super producer and host Dave Shepard. We will be holding it down for the next three hours. Thank you to everybody listening all over North America on the free Odyssey app, on your local affiliate, on Sirius XM channel 158, and everybody listening on a smart speaker. It's Monday. Damn it, it's Monday night. And so here's a quick update for you. The Chicago Bears, yes, they are smacking around the New England Patriots 33-14. to 14. It's kind of damp. It's kind of wet. We've seen tipped interceptions and fumbles, and, and we saw a little bit of excitement from Bailey Zappi as he has taken over for Mac Jones. Yes, Mac Jones returns after three games out. Ankle sprain, high ankle sprain, and uh, he throws an interception after six attempts, and Bill Belichick says, hey, come here. No, 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 come here. Yeah, 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 you, come here. Sit down. Bailey Zappi's in the game, but it's not making too much of a difference here in the second half. One more time, Chicago pretty much getting ready to close out this game. A little less than five minutes, about four and a half minutes left. Chicago leads 33-14. to 14. Obviously, when we get to the end of the game, we're going to have some, uh, some conversations here about the Bears. I'm not all that optimistic or uh, high on them. Sorry. We're going to talk about New England. Yeah, I know. There's going to be Zappy and Zappy and Jones. Hey, Shep, how, over the next week, how many times are we going to hear about uh, Drew Bledsoe being replaced by uh, Tom Brady and comparing it? How, how many times are we going to have to hear that? Well, b- based off this game, you would think zero times for the immediate future, no? Uh, I don't know. He didn't look we much had better. A, we had a guy call last hour, and he already brought up uh, Drew Bledsoe. And so I think, uh, unfortunately, that's but that JR, might be. But you get yes. the difference. I mean, I mean, you talk about the the, the Fab Five. Uh, there were five very good uh, rookie quarterbacks in last year's draft. You know, Lawrence and Wilson and Lance. Yeah. We, we we get all that. Uh, Hoyer field too. Hoyer was the top of the heap, and Drew Bledsoe was by easily on the back nine. Very different dynamic. Yeah, but Shep, you're, you're trying to make sense of this. Gotcha. It's it's very easy for people to go, oh, my God, I never heard of a Tom Brady in my life before. Right? People people never heard of Tom Brady until they saw him out on the field. Ain't nobody ever heard of Bailey Zappi until a few weeks ago. And then he goes 2-0. and He comes in. They automatically score a touchdown. And I it took five minutes. It took about 15 minutes before a guy called and said, oh, when is Bailey Zappi – you think Jr. He's Bill, Bill Belichick is going to help us uh, get him to the Super Bowl? It's like, listen, man, slow down, slow down. Yeah, this is an ass whooping of a game. It's not over yet, but it's an ass whooping. Well, so, Jr., you know what this loss means for Bill Belichick post Tom Brady, right? This means that he doesn't tie George Hallis right out of the gate. That's what I know it means. Correct. What it also entails is that for two we'll and a half him. seasons post Tom Brady, yes, he has now gone. Under 500. 
He is under 500. Now, forget the Cleveland Browns years. We're just talking under the ownership of Robert Kraft. We're forgetting 2000 when he had Drew Bledsoe. His only year when he had Bledsoe as a starter. He is now under 500. Two and a half years, Tom Brady removed. How much of a hit will he take if this continues with his legacy? A hit? None. None? None, man, none. So where do you, so he is he is he is bona fide concrete ironclad greatest coach of all time in your opinion that's not yeah. going to change yeah I don't think so Got no it. man no no I I don't see a Bill Belichick team I don't see him going uh completely into the toilet here I expect New England to stick around the 500 mark the rest of the season and it's I don't think it's a black eye or a black mark on Belichick and his legacy given the success that he has had over the past almost 20 years. With one quarterback? Uh, sure. Well, it doesn't matter. It don't matter. It takes it takes two to tango. Uh, Tom Brady doesn't have a, a place to play. He doesn't have a system to play in unless it's Bill Belichick. You know, I don't want to say that one got lucky with or without the other. Uh, you need players to play. Bill Belichick has said out of his own mouth, I am nothing unless I have great players. It, it, it actually takes a smart coach to say that. Most coaches who aren't full of themselves will say that. And so Bill Belichick is not a dummy. I mean, he's he's looked at the players that he's had. He's gotten rid of them, some of them sooner than than later. And we know he's had an excellent one in Tom Brady. But you, you have to build the environment. We just had a caller look at the Jacksonville Jaguars of all teams and goes, whoa. We got Jaguar fans who are just absolutely losing their minds on our four-game losing streak. It's like, well, did you see Urban Meyer last year? Like, you, you have to have an environment. And then you actually have to have a place where the players can, can kind of grow. And speaking of growth, oh, New England Patriots fans, they real sad. Chicago Bears just intercepted a, a Bailey Zappi uh, pass, and uh, it's about – Two minutes and 40 seconds left in the game. And uh, let's see how greedy the Bears want to be here to close out this game. Let's see uh, what, what happened on Bailey Zappi's INT. Oh, nope, just do it to the wrong guy. Shame. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of a shame. Speaking of an individual who... Well, we just saw Bailey Zappi throw an INT. Someone wants to give the game away. Give a game away. Russell Westbrook. This is like, this is sad. This is like a movie. Hey, Shep, have you ever paid to go see a movie? And you're like, wait a minute. This is two hours in. I don't think we're at the end. And this movie sucks and you want to get up and leave. Have you ever, I know you're a movie guy. Have you ever felt that way about a film before? Oh, I oh I have, Jr. That's the Los Angeles Lakers right now. They've only played three games. And this Russell, I don't even want to call it situation, experiment. It's just a disaster. The Lakers, and by the way, I had to watch the end of this game in the break because it was just unbelievable. The Lakers led by like eight points at about two minutes left. And somehow, some way, they choked that away. And at the end of the game against Portland, by the way, of course, we know Damian Lillard is a freak. 
when it comes to the end of games. He's probably statistically speaking one of the, if not the best clutch player that we've seen in the NBA. I know there's a Michael Jordan guy, but there's so many stats and numbers that back up Damian Lillard in the final two minutes of a game. It's just, it's mind-boggling. They're actually in a, playing right now against the Denver Nuggets. But they played against the Lakers on Sunday. The Lakers lose 106-104. to 104. I told you about the eight-point lead that they had with about two minutes left in the game. Well, they chopped down the deficit, and I don't know, with about 30 seconds left in the game, Russell Westbrook has the ball. The Lakers have the lead. Russell Westbrook decides to take a 15-foot jump shot that they wanted him to take. They had Yusuf Nurkic on him. He backed the hell up and basically said, hey, man, take the shot. And Russell Westbrook did. 16 seconds left on the shot clock. Instead of burning time, maybe going to the basket, getting a better shot, you know, shaving some time off for Portland to bounce back, he took a shot and didn't do a damn thing. Jeremy Grant helps go the other way. That's pretty much all that she wrote. Damian Lillard, at one point at the end of the game, he scored 12 consecutive points. And Russell Westbrook went four for 15 from the field. Another disaster. And so what does everybody talk about after the game? Everybody talks about Russell Westbrook. He was in the locker room after the game. He was asked, and I don't, I don't, what do you ask him at the end of these games now? Why do you suck? Do you want to be here? Why the hell did you take that shot? He was pretty much asked, hey, man, uh, how you feeling? And, and what needs to happen? And Westbrook, he, he said this with a smile on his face. He didn't have any type of answers. Take a listen. You guys had a late lead there, and it seemed to get away. Uh, what would you sense out there? What happened out there? Uh, I'm not totally sure. Uh, you know, they made some tough shots down the stretch. What's the level of frustration right now for the team? Uh, not really sure on that either. Uh, just trying to figure it out. What was kind of the message from Darvin to you guys afterwards? Uh, you know, he's probably going to tell you when you talk to him. He's talking right now. We're, oh. we're missing him. Oh, dang, you're bad. It's, it's cringy. Like, they can't do this after every loss. They cannot. And then, of course, who spoke as well? LeBron James spoke, and he was asked about the, the end of the game, and, and even though he wasn't directly asked about Russell Westbrook, LeBron James basically said, you're not getting me caught up in that. Take a listen to this. I feel like this is an interview of trying to set me up to say something. Um, I can tell that you guys are in the whole Russell Westbrook uh, category right now. Um, I don't like to lose. I hate to lose at any. I don't care what happens throughout the course of uh, um, the course of my season, or throughout the course of my career. I hate to lose, and you know, especially you know the way we had this game. Um, but give credit to Portland. You guys can write about Russ and all the things you guys want to try to talk about Russ, but I'm not up here to do that. I won't do it. I've said it over and over. Um, that is not my. It's not who I am. Well, it don't have to be who you are, but it's 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 just the facts. 
That's it. The team stinks around you. I mean, you a couple of days ago after game one, you were saying, hey, we don't have shooters. That's what you were saying. I, I get it. It's frustrating, but you can't have it both ways. And I understand you're not going to, you know, blatantly, obviously, overtly throw Russell Westbrook under the damn bus. But he is one of the problems. He's a Hall of Fame problem. He's a former MVP problem. And the issue is he ain't that guy anymore. And even when he was that guy, man, there were there were flaws in his game. He's not ridiculously athletic. He's always taking curious shots. He's always, you know, taking umbrage to go ahead and kind of grab every stat and number that he could. When does he want anything? We're supposed to think that he, he's going to contribute to winning right now? No, that's, that's not going to happen. And so it's a disaster. And now it's, it's just a matter of, of when he gets the boot. Magic Johnson, he sat down with Shannon Sharp, Club Shay Shay, and he had some advice for Russell Westbrook. Listen to this. If Russell Westbrook was sitting down right here, what advice would you give him? First, take accountability. Okay. That's number one. Okay. If I don't play well, say I don't play well. Right. You know, you, you, when I didn't perform well in 84 against the Celtics, right. I admitted that. I took accountability. Right. And said, hey, I didn't perform well. I was the reason why the Lakers lost okay. that series. And I had to say to myself, I got to get better. Right. So what did I do? I went out and that whole summer, I trained hard and got better. And then we played them again in 85. This next season. Right. Man, I was on fire. We won. No, you didn't hear that no more. Yeah. That was Magic Johnson. He was referring to the prime of his career. Russell Westbrook is at the back end of his career. And we had this conversation on Friday. I don't see any place, I don't see a team in the NBA where he can have a positive impact. I don't. Go ahead, look at every team. I'm, somebody called up, and for the life of me, I'm like, hey, what planet do you live on? He's like, oh, you send him to the Spurs. He can be a great leader, and Popovich can teach. What? The Spurs are trying to go in a completely opposite direction. They're trying to see what they have. They're trying to tank, and they want to move forward, not look backwards towards or or look at old Westbrook. Unless this man is willing to come off of the bench and be efficient, there's, there's no work in here. He's been in a transitional mode and phase of his career. He just has to accept it. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing in Los Angeles. He doesn't want to be there, and they don't want him. This is a bad, bad soap opera. This is a bad, awful story. LeBron doesn't want him on the team. He doesn't want to be there. And the Lakers, they're eventually going to have to trade the man. And whoever brings him in, damn it, they probably might want to cut him. It's the end of the line, I feel like, for this guy. And it stinks. Westbrook has to change. Otherwise, he's just going to be gone. God bless him, $47 million this year. It might be the big final check that he gets in the NBA. It's just going to get worse. It's the JR Sport Re-Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 
Speaking of worse, can this team get worse? It's New England. They just lost. Monday Night Football. The Chicago Bears beat them 33-14. to That's the final score in Foxborough. Bailey Zappi couldn't save him. Mac Jones might come on to start the next game. It doesn't appear that he'll be able to save them. And for a game, Chicago looked damn good, especially on the ground. 243 yards rushing. That's abuse. We're going to talk about Chicago. We're going to talk about New England. We'll get into Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones and Belichick. We got a lot to do here. It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'll share some more numbers with you on the other side of the break. And then back on the NFL, Christian McCaffrey. He had a debut himself. How did that turn out? We got a lot to do right here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First of all, I just want to say I've been listening to your show for the last few months and I really enjoyed listening to you speak. So thanks for taking my call. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Tonight, Monday Night Football, the Chicago Bears, they stomp on, beat up, kick, slap, punch, abuse the New England Patriots. 33 to 14. At one point, it looked like the New England Patriots had a little bit of life. Bailey Zappi comes on in relief of Mac Jones. Mac Jones is given the hook. You know what? I might as well share this with you. This is courtesy of Westwood One. Uh, Mac Jones threw a pass in the second quarter, and it ended up in the wrong team's hands. Take a listen to this. In the gun, three wide. Here comes a four-man rush, back gun snap, flush from the pocket, throws off balance, down the near sideline. It's picked off on the leap by Brisker. From the 25 on the near sideline to the 30 and tackle there. Chicago has just picked off the Patriot quarterback on a lazy pass down the near sideline. And the Bears' defense stops the New England drive. Obviously, that was Kevin Harlan. And I would love to hear what uh, Bill Belichick said to Mac Jones. Maybe he didn't say anything. We know who went in the game after that. It wasn't Mac Jones. He was benched. Billy Zappi was in, he was inserted into the game, and he threw a touchdown right away. Everybody in New England, they were loving it, absolutely loving it. Yeah, we got Bailey Zappi. He's back. He helped us go 2-0 and without Mac Jones. And, yeah, Mac, have a seat. Yeah, that was all good and well until the Chicago Bears then went out and they just scored. 23 unanswered points. And that was all she wrote. And so the little bit of hope, a glimmer of hope for the New England Patriots, and then that was pretty much snuffed out. And so they legitimately have what is a great cliche. I always love when people say this, a quarterback controversy. And I know this will be awesome because Bill Belichick will be asked about this 
forever. Or at least it will feel like forever. Hey, Bill, who's going to start? I don't know. Hey, Bill, you know, which quarterback are you leaning towards? I don't know. Hey, Bill Belichick, uh, who's the be- – I don't know. This is going to be fun. Unless you're one of the reporters for the New England Patriots. And so it sucks for them tonight. Chicago wins 33-14. to 14. We're going to continue to talk about that game as, as things go on. The phone lines are open, 855-212-4CBS. I do want to talk to you briefly as well about Christian Christian McCaffrey making his debut with the 49ers. Didn't go as planned. And and we did have a caller. He mentioned Jacksonville and the Giants. I don't know, somehow, someway, these guys are the Giants, still winning football games. Let's let's hit the phones, though. Tim is calling from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Tim? Hey, JR. What's up? I'm good. What's on your mind? Ain't nothing, man. Hey, I told my sister you said hi. No, oh, what happened? You don't remember that? I, I, I vividly remember it. You told her I said hi, and what did she say? She said to tell you hi. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it stopped there. What else you got? Uh, anyway, uh, I think Taylor Heineke uh, did a, 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 a freaking awesome job oh, okay. uh, this, this past week, but I would still like to see that, uh, you know, the, the other guy. What, what's his name? Uh, uh, Christ, what are, I, I can't even remember his name. What are you, you, you talking about? Uh, what, an, another the, the quarterback, other, the other quarterback on the team? Yeah, the other quarterback. Eventually, uh, the Carson, that Carson Wentz guy. No, not, not Carson Wentz. Um, damn it. It, it, oh, thanks. The, the the guy that is he a rookie? Uh, Did they bring him in? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. The other guy, he, he's Sam Howell. Sam uh, Howell. Yes, that's okay. who I'd like to see in there. Why? Because I think he's a hell of a quarterback. You I think, think he's, he would be. Okay. I think he would actually do really well. He's 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 unproven. He hasn't done a damn thing so i mean what are, yeah, what are they but, basing but, that but on you gotta put him in there man you know well, uh, find not, out what, what he does have not not now Let, let's put it this way we talked about this earlier on in the show that you have aaron Rodgers, who looks absolutely uh miserable against washington and it's a little bit of a surprise that that they go on and and that they get beat and that washington beats them and that I think that Heineke is the guy who could have done that, and he's good. And, and we've seen enough of him uh, to know that, no, Heineke is not going to be the best quarterback in the game. Uh, he's not going to be a top-10 QB. He's going to be gritty. He's going to play. I mean, he's, he's, he's a tough dude. He ain't one of the best. And so why do you want to insert some guy who's never even thrown a pass yet? No, just do time. Save that for garbage time at the end of the season. And I don't know, maybe Washington will get there. They do improve their record to 3-4 and four after beating the Green Bay Packers. And give Heineke credit. 200 yards passing, two touchdowns, he threw an INT, and they're going to take on the Colts. We've already learned that Matt Ryan, he's also going to see the bench. I guess he can call uh, Mac Jones and they can commiserate together. Sam Ellinger is going to get that chance to start. And, uh, yeah, maybe Washington has another chance and an opportunity to even out their record at 4-4. Four and four. But, no, man, asking for Sam Howell is, is not 
not the answer, not by any stretch of the imagination. Jamie is calling from Florida. You're on the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Ethan Jay, how you doing, sir? I'm very well. What's up? Well, first of all, I think, and even though we play the Bucks play here on on Thursday, we play the Ravens. Yes, I think we, I think you know, given that deplorable game yesterday, if we keep putting all the all the stress and strain on Brady, Brady's going to get hurt. And this, <laughs> and this team, come on, I mean, we 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 we, we lost one to uh, the Steelers. We lost one to, um, um, you know, I mean, we lost one yesterday. Jay, I'm starting to lose faith in this team, and I hate to say it because I'm, I'm from Tampa, Florida. I'm starting to lose faith in these guys. I mean, they haven't – they've only won a, won a few games, but they haven't been playing as hard as they would normally do. It. And, and Tom Brady's acting like he's just out of it. So it's like I'm starting to lose faith in, in this team. And, I mean, it, it feels like this is what we'll be seeing for the, for the rest of the season, and the team, this team has to do something to shake that. What that something is, I don't know. Well, right. we, we do know that he is playing behind a, a, a makeshift offensive line right now. It doesn't help when Mike Evans is, is dropping, you know, 65-yard bombs to start the game. Um, I, I'm sure it's not easy for Tom Brady to go out and play with all of the personal things that are taking place in his life. And, yeah, I, I think that we've seen probably the best of the Buccaneers since Tom Brady's arrival. I mean, if there's one individual who you don't want to count out in any circumstance, it would probably be uh, Tom Brady here. But I I can imagine and see the Buccaneers still winning uh, the NFC South. Uh, I can still see them going into the playoffs. Um, Is it going to be on the strength that they've done over the past few seasons? Not so, not so, not so much. I mean, I remember vividly watching the Bucs take on the Rams in the playoffs last year and I'm saying to myself, there's no way in hell that Tom Brady is going to lead another comeback. He didn't. But he was still in a position to potentially do so. Are we going to get that this year? Look, when it comes to Tom Brady, I'm not going to say it's over until it's actually over. But the story, the potential final chapter, it ain't looking too good right now. And so be happy that you actually won a Super Bowl. Relish in that fact. And uh, don't close the door until it's fully closed. But it's kind of inching its way shut. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Scott is calling from Fort Lauderdale. You're on the JR Sport Re Show. What's up, Scott? JR, how you doing? Very well. What's up? Always always a pleasure, bro. Always a pleasure talking to you. Um, excited about my Jets 5-2 and two start. Got a little disappointed yesterday when Hall went down for the year. But then I just heard that the Jets signed James, uh, traded for James Robinson. Yes. From Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. A little hope there for me now, huh? Well, I mean, Elijah Vera Tucker also is, is out. Uh, and we know he's a big part of the offensive line, and he's been amazing helping uh, protect the quarterback and open up holes since the minute and second that he was drafted. The the New York Jets and the New York Giants, uh, I know you asked me about one New York team. I'm kind of lumping the both of them together. They're interesting, man. Like the Jets haven't, quote-unquote, fully unleashed Zach Wilson. That's probably for the best. He's not turning the ball over. He's he's being protected. He was being protected by Brees Hall. 
And they've also gone on a stretch here where they've been playing a bunch of backup QBs. And we know Russell Wilson wasn't in action. And so it made life a little bit easier uh, for the New York Jets. And so next up for the Jets, the Patriots. Uh, haven't always had the best of times or the best of showings. And so let's see what the, the Jets can do. I give them credit for being 5-2. and two. Uh, Salah looks solid, finally. Um, they're not getting smacked and, and beat up by, by backup quarterbacks. That would be an absolute disaster for him and his reputation with the fan base. And so they're doing what they have to do. They're winning football games. Might not be ugly or may not be cute. Might be ugly. They beat the Denver Broncos 16-9. to You got to take the W's where you can get them. That's just the facts. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Matter of fact, on the other side of the break, we'll hear from Coach Robert Sala, and we'll talk about the New York Giants. I mentioned Christian McCaffrey. We'll hear from him, and then we're going to really start to dive deep into Chicago's win over the New England Patriots. So we got a lot to do. Phone lines are still open, 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, JR. Pleasure to speak to you. Uh, you know, I just recently discovered your show a few weeks ago and, and just got to tell you that you've got a very uh, easy listening style. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The Bears, they beat the New England Patriots tonight 33 14 in Foxborough. It's a good look for the Chicago Bears. They snap a three-game losing streak. Justin Fields is able to give you a touchdown in the air. He's able to give you one on the ground. And, I mean, on the ground is basically where the the Bears live. I can't remember the last time I, I said this about a Bill Belichick team, but the Bears rushed for 243 yards. I know Bill Belichick is having a whole fit. And at the same time, he decided to bench Mac Jones after an interception. And the fans in New England, they absolutely lost their minds when Bailey Zappi, he came on and, well, he went out there and on his first possession, he threw a 30-yard touchdown to Jacoby Myers prior to halftime. He helped set up another uh, rushing touchdown by Stevenson. But when you come into the game, and you're the guy coming on for the guy who just got benched, and you throw a touchdown, people love it. I want you to hear this this 30-yard bomb. Well, I guess not a bomb. It's 30-yard pass to Jacoby Myers, and this is the Patriots Radio Network. Listen to the enthusiasm. Myers split right, Thornton left. Stevenson, or rather uh, Harris in the backfield with a play fake to him. Zappi drops back. He throws a long ball left. Wide open, Jacoby Myers, who makes a twisting, diving catch. He's and squirms into the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. Look at this place. It feels like AFC divisional round against Baltimore. Okay. And that was pretty much the highlight. 
he helped set up another rushing touchdown, and that was it. Really, that was it. The Patriots didn't score again for the rest of the game. They go, they went into halftime 20-14, to 14, and the Bears just went out there and said, hey, here's 23 points, and New England did not have an answer. It's actually pretty awesome right now, and I cannot wait to share this with you potentially probably next hour. Bailey Zappi is talking to the media right now, this minute, this second. And so once he steps away from the podium, of which he's now been here for it seems like 10 minutes, you'll hear from Bailey Zappi. And I cannot wait to hear what he has to say because if you know anything about Bill Belichick, there are not going to be any answers about the Patriots in their quarterback situation. Is it Bailey Zappi? Is it Mac Jones? We didn't know until minutes before the game whether or not he was even going to be out there. Mac Jones, I'm referring to. He got the start. He threw an interception. He got sat down. That was all that she wrote. The New England Patriots, their next game, is going to be against those New York Jets. And we actually just talked about the New York Jets. I don't want to call it a, uh, a miracle that they're out here winning. Uh, but the, the New York Jets are not all that, that spectacular. They're not. They're able or have been able to, to go ahead and win with a, a solid offense, a Brees Hall probably performing as the, the offensive rookie of the year in the NFL. He goes down to an ACL tear. You have Elijah Vera Tucker on the offensive line, another young player in his second year. Uh, he goes down. Uh, New York Jets just traded from, for Robinson from the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have ETN, so he's going to get the most uh, attention out there. And, I mean, this is uh, it's just the Jets. There's something about the New York team. Somehow, some way, they're winning. And Coach Robert Sala, he, he talked about Zach Wilson. And he has to get better, especially now that Brees Hall is out. Listen to Coach Salah. He continues to fight and fight and fight and try to find ways to get the ball to somebody, uh, try to gain or do something, which I, which we all admire. It's why he's, um, it's why he's the number two pick. That's why we're excited about his future. But at the same time, um, he does have to learn when enough is enough. Yeah, sometimes he's trying to go out there for a little too much, and he's pretty even as a quarterback. He ain't winning games for the New York Jets right now. He's not losing them. Uh, but the New York Jets, as, as Coach Salah just said, they expect him to go out there and win some games. Is he going to win a game against the New England Patriots next week? Eh, we'll see. Things are going to be adjusted now that Brees Hall is out for the year, which is, is absolutely terrible uh, for the New York Jets. They, they may have to rely on Zach Wilson a little bit more. And I'd be remiss not to mention the other New York team the New York Giants. How the hell are these guys 6-1? and one? Well, Daniel Jones, he rushed for 107 yards. Saquon Barkley, he rushed for 110. Uh, Giants are 6-1, and one, which still sounds odd to say. This is their best start since 2008. But the Giants, every single game, all seven of their games have been decided by one possession. They played Jacksonville yesterday, beat them 23-17. to 17. They held it down at the end of the game. Jacksonville had a chance to win. Their offensive line is now hurt. This is crazy. And the Giants are going to take on Seattle next in Seattle. And good luck to them there. And the revitalized Geno Smith, first-year head coach of the Giants, Brian Dayball, he talked about this squad. And he's just like, listen, we're 6-1. and one. 
and don't mean anything. Every game is hard. You're going to get everybody's best each week, uh, regardless of what your record is. And you continue to prepare you know, the way you know how to prepare uh, to try to put yourself in the best position you can. Okay. That was coach speak if I've ever heard it. What he can't say is, I don't know how the hell we 6-1. and one. Thank, thank Daniel Jones, who basically also had his fifth-year option declined. And you can thank Saquon Barkley. New York Giants, actually, they're playing solid. Congratulations to the two New York teams that, that play in New Jersey. And, and also, congratulations to Geno Smith. They beat the Chargers 37-23. to Geno Smith, two touchdowns, an INT. Seattle, they rushed for 214 yards. Seattle, yes, they lead the NFC West right now, which is ridiculous. And Geno Smith, he's not throwing these games away. This is what he said was the turning point of that game as Seattle beat the Chargers. In the third quarter, um, there was a spot for us to do that. And just to keep those drives alive, I think we converted a few third downs. Um, that just says a lot about our team and our offense. And uh, we just got to continue to build, um, continue to get better, and uh, you know, look at those moments and say, hey, this is what we can do, and, and, and set that standard for ourselves. All right, I don't know how much that standard is going to last. I mean, DK Metcalf, he went down. They were worried about surgery on his knee. He's not going to need it, but... He's hoping for a quick return, but Seattle is still at the top, NFC West. 49ers, they just picked up Christian McCaffrey. They lost to Kansas City 44-23. to McCaffrey shows up like four days later, eight rushes, 38 yards. He caught 24 of them in the air. And after the game, after the loss, he's just like, man, I just got here, and it's been a hell of an experience. Listen. Football's football. Um, you know, like I said, it's uh, they don't. No one cares if I got here two days ago or if I've been here since since April. You know, if I'm out there with a uniform on, um, you know, I expect to to be prepared, and you know, I'm sure my you know my teammates and coaches expect me to be prepared too. Okay, well, they're going to take on the Rams Sunday, and we know that's typically an interesting matchup. And uh, well, it's amazing what a week can do, right? Eight five five two one two four CBS. Benjamin is calling from Miami. What's up, Ben? Hello. What's going on? What's on your mind? Hi. So I just wanted to say that uh, something happened this Sunday is very rare. I actually agreed with what Aaron Rodgers said after their game um, when he was talking about how what they thinks that they might need is a matchup against Buffalo because the Packers what they typically do is they play down to their opponents. If they're playing a bad team for some reason, they just play bad. So I think if they're playing, you know, a good team like Buffalo, Sunday Night Football, primetime lights, maybe they'll be able to step it up and actually do something and not just play atrocious like they did on Sunday. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see, Benjamin. Thank you for calling from Miami. I don't know if Benjamin was calling from underneath the covers, but uh, it doesn't sound too shabby. And what he's referring to, after Aaron Rodgers and the Packers lost to Washington 23-21, to Aaron Rodgers spoke to the media. And despite falling below 500, despite losing three games in a row, knowing that the Buffalo Bills are next up on the schedule on Sunday night football, most of us would expect the Packers to get smacked around. Aaron Rodgers, he thinks that might actually be a good thing for this young team. This is what he said. I'm not worried about this squad. 
In fact, this might be the best thing for us uh, this week. You know, nobody's going to give us a chance. Going to Buffalo on Sunday night football, the chance they get exposed, shoot, might be the best thing for us. Oh. Hey, Chef, that's what you call a uh, a Jedi mind trick, I think, right? Would that qualify? Uh, you know, uh, a trick and Aaron Rodgers don't deserve to be in the same sentence. What 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 would make sense then? Well, because uh, he's just he's just an I, I can't no. say the word on on public oh, airwaves, no. but he's just a jerk. He's a jerk. <laughs> you know, it's not just about the money. Why Devonte Adams left? Yeah, well, you didn't know what you didn't know what the hell this guy was going to do. I think that played. Uh, part of it but 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 if you but but jr it, i mean aaron Rodgers didn't sign for one year he signed for f- a few years and so yes. you would you would hope even though the brass doesn't understand what Pe- rogers is going to do because rogers has the leverage we all get that he's an all-time great quarterback your number one playmaker does have to have a pretty damn good idea of what you're doing because that is going to allow the packers to get back to the nfc elite and 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 this is just aaron Rodgers is just a jerk to me well, in the, in the meantime, he seems like a uh, at least a jerk who's not happy with the squad. And why would he be? He's, Shocker. Yeah, I know. He's three and four. During the game, he's like, what the hell are we doing? And then after the game, he's like, oh, yeah, well, maybe we need to play the Bills so guys can step up. Uh, very interesting storylines here in the NFL. You got Brady getting his ass whooped. You got Aaron Rodgers getting whooped. You got Bill Belichick. He he doesn't know who's playing. And now he's going to have to talk about it before the New York Jet game. We're going to talk about tonight, Monday Night Football on the other side of the break, as the Bears beat the Patriots. And they beat them down. Bad. 